They Just Keep Closing Schools and Mandating Masks by Matt Welch, published at Reason on November 5th, spat at you here at Paloma Media shortly thereafter. Given this week's surprise drubbing at the polls, not just in Virginia, New Jersey, and Long Island, but also in many of the estimated 117 school districts where board seats were contested on the issues of COVID-19 response, race-based policies, or sex and gender concerns, you would think that Democrats, educators, and public health officials might show a tad more sensitivity towards citizen weariness of pandemic restrictions and K-12 imperiousness. Haha, who am I kidding? Pass the fentanyl. Did you know that Loudoun County, a public school district, yes, the Loudoun County, ground zero of the parental revolt against democratic school governance in the Commonwealth of Virginia, was 100% distance learning this week due to staffing shortages, and that Wednesday and Friday were called off just days in advance. Chicago Public Schools late Thursday announced that next Friday, I think that's eight days in advance, would be a previously unplanned paid day off for Vaccine Awareness Day. Following the same script was the San Diego Unified School District, which also informed parents Thursday that next Friday would likely be off to pause for mental health. Quote, the last 20 months of the pandemic have challenged all of us in different ways. We have heard from many parents and students that their mental health has suffered. Interim SD Superintendent Lamont Jackson wrote in a letter announcing the proposal. That is why we have decided to take the extraordinary step of providing every family with additional recovery time next week off. The recovery time seems more geared toward teachers than for the public school families who are now dealing with a third consecutive school year marred by capricious learning interruptions. Virginia Beach, Virginia decided late last month that at least seven Wednesdays going forward will be cut by two hours. In Maryland, both Howard County and Baltimore City have also recently cut back on in-person schooling for teacher wellness and relief. Many school closures this fall have been attributed to staffing shortages, despite the record amounts of federal money sloshing through local districts. A tight labor market plus vaccine mandates have contributed to the K-12 manpower squeeze. At least several dozen school buildings in numerous states have had to shut down due to inadequate staffing. Education Week reported last month, 40% of district leaders and principals described their current staff shortages as, quote, severe or very severe, according to a survey conducted September 29th, October 8th, by the Ed Week Research Center. Teaching during this school year is doubtlessly an uphill challenge. As kids reintegrate physically and socially, grappling with massive gaps in learning loss and still trying to cope with masks, which can negatively impact langu language acquisition uh, and the overall classroom experience, especially among younger kids. Yet many of those same factors impact private and parochial schools as well, and they so far have not shown a similar tendency to capriciously shut their doors at the last minute. Well, at least 5 through 11-year-olds can get vaccinated beginning this week, and a new COVID-19 therapeutic looks massively promising. Maybe that's a fine time to start de-emphasizing the least sensical non-pharmaceutical initiatives as a kind of light at the end of the tunnel for people who have maximally vaxxed and otherwise more or less continued following the rules, right? Right? 
Yeah, right. Here is CDC Director Rochelle Walensky today playing a little Ask the Expert, their words, not mine, answering the question whether we still, after all this time, with all these advances, need to keep wearing masks. The evidence is clear. Masks can help prevent the spread of COVID-19 by reducing your chance of infection by more than 80%. Whether it's an infection from the flu, from the coronavirus, or even just the common cold. In combination with other steps like getting your vaccination, hand washing, and keeping physical distance, wearing your mask is an important step you can take to keep us all healthy. She's talking about colds? Are we we talking about colds? The things that humans have always had and always will, including in the before times when the image of a beaming government doctor telling us to hide our faces in terror of the sniffles would have rightly been laughed off in a pitch meeting as implausibly dystopian? Is that what we're talking about? Now, done. In this family, we do not believe in junk science. We need to rip the masks off, not just from government mandates, but the whole grinning edifice complex of public health condescension that only wants you, and especially your politically powerless kids, to sacrifice just a little bit more, just a few more months, get this cold and flu season behind us until it's time for the next booster, then maybe we can talk about full-time K-12 school uninterrupted by staffing shortages and maybe 2022 to 23, and masks will only be mandatory in every goddamn government structure from here to eternity. Come on, man. We no longer wipe down our groceries, padlock our playgrounds, or set the default on school opening to be closed. All of those took 15 months too long in blue states, but we'll take our victories over anti-science superstition where we can get them. Well, it's time for the next idiotic interventions to be either abandoned or forcibly undone beginning with masking elementary school kids who were safe even before getting access to the vaccine. If you think Tuesday was a bad day for Democratic busybodies, let them keep trying to squeeze the walls in on this rat cage of an American life. Have a good weekend, everybody.